Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Hero or Zero here on the Heroes for Hire podcast. My name is Sean Mean, and joining me, as always, is my partner in crime, Mr. Connor Lawler. Hello, Sean. Hello, listeners. I'm glad to be here. I'm just... I'm just an excited boy. I can't wait to learn about a hero or a zero. Really? Because you don't sound that excited, <laughs> Did that sound sarcastic? Uh, uh, most yeah. things you say to me do sound sarcastic. <laughs> That's because they are. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Remember when I said, have a good day? I didn't mean it, Sean. I've been planning this for months. He meant have a great day. <laughs> no, that's not what I meant. So this is Hero or Zero, where we cover one comic book character every single week. We talk their good points and their bad points, and we just generally give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. I normally do DC. Sean, you normally do Marvel. Last week I did Doctor Midnight, who was an old classic character from DC, but I think one of it's one of the good ones. So Sean, I'm excited to see what you pull out this week, because is it going to be better than a man who is blind and also has a pet owl that he carries around named Hootie. I'm interested. There's very little owls in this story. Oh, that, I'm out. <laughs> that's, that's me out. <laughs> no, in, the, in a similar vein uh, to Dr. Midnight, I went with kind of one of the old guard of Marvel characters. Yeah, because we were talking last week about how Marvel has very few... Well, not very few old guards. There's obviously Captain America's been around for years and years, but it's not really heavily implied in Marvel, like, oh, these are legends. Yeah, Marvel has this weird sliding time scale where people age, but they don't really age. 
Yeah. It's it's weird. But what I did, uh, this character debuted in Amazing Spider-Man number 12. And okay. he's a villain that we actually talked about on Movie Mondays this week. Oh, is it Mr. Electro? It is Electro himself. P- played by Jamie Foxx in everyone's favourite Spider-Man movie, The Amazing Spider-Man. But more importantly, is going to be coming back as Electro for Tom Holland's Spider-Man. As actual Electro, maybe, a- yeah. As, a- as an actual Electro, not a weird blue man. Yeah, and so... Uh, the origin that they gave for him in Amazing Spider-Man 2 was not very good in that he fell into a vat of eels. So <laughs> It's an old one, but a good one. To be fair, <laughs> if you're going for an origin story, hero or villain, falling into a vat of chemicals is always a good one. It really is. But I thought, I'd just in case they touch on this in the new Spider-Man movie, I thought I'd give a rundown of Electro's comic book origin. Interesting. So here we go. So, Maxwell Dillon was born in Endicott, New York, the son of Jonathan and Anita Dillon. Two first by names, his, by the way. Not lost two first on me. names. Clearly a no. bad guy. You're not letting that shit slide. <laughs> Maxwell Dillon. Hmm. What are you hiding, Hitler? Huh? <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> too strong. Maybe reel it back a little bit. <laughs> reel it back a little bit. There you go. So, raised by his overprotective mother after his father abandoned them, Max had ambitions of being an electrical engineer. Okay. However, after being convinced by his mother that he was not smart enough to pursue <laughs> such a career... <laughs> Sounds like my man. Is this, is this mine? You're dumb as shit. You'll never make a kid. And, well, uh, he reluctantly took up a job as a lineman for an electrical company. Okay. So he, he had all these dreams of being a scientist. And his mother is like... His mother is really traumatised by the fact that his, he, uh, her husband left them for another woman. And he, he, her husband never had was able to hold down a job or anything like that. Right. So she was like, I can't have the kid fail as well. And, you and know? also maybe a little bit, she doesn't want to lose him as well. Because once That's he's gone, well. then she has nobody. Exactly. But she won't have to worry about it long, because <laughs> when Maxwell was 24 <laughs> years old... is, she dies. That's such a cold way to get into that. Well, she won't be having too many worries for too much longer, to be honest with you, lads, because she's very dead. <laughs> so, will you let me finish, <laughs> Go on. When Maxwell was 24 years old, his mother had a heart attack and died. <laughs> No more worries for her. She's free of worries. Yeah. <laughs> free as a bird. Okay, she's laughing the whole way to the bank. Maxwell found a steady job with the electric company, but his income was limited. Mm. He soon started dating a woman named Norma Lynn, who was a billing clerk at the electric company, and they eventually married Connor. Oh, nice enough. Maybe this will be the end of his story. Exactly. So while Maxwell didn't want a woman like his mother who would be controlling and not push him to do anything. Mm. Uh, He found the opposite problem in Norma. Oh, no. So she complained that she wanted a stable household with a good earner, and she felt that Max's inability to abandon his lineman's job for greener pastures was a liability. So she ran off with an engineer who could provide a life for her that Maxwell could not. I mean, a bit harsh. What did you say he's working as as a lineman? 
a line man, so he's out like fixing electricity lines and things. I mean, like that's that. not a terrible job. I don't know what her problem is. <laughs> like, what is the pay gap between that and engineer? I don't know, but I think this was just like it was the fifties and sixties mm, where right. it was. Oh, get a job in an office, and that's how you provide. I will mention, however, I have moved rooms for this report, and it is lashing raid. So if you can hear raid, that is classic Irish weather going on outside as we record. Literally, the second I pressed record, it started raining. It started to lash raid, yes. <laughs> I have a similar problem. Go on. <laughs> um, so the repeat of his parents' failed relationship in his own life caused Maxwell to resolve to find a new woman. Oh, here we go. However, oh, no. this would set events in motion that would soon culminate in a criminal career. Oh, <laughs> oh you're really setting the scene here. This is really good writing. Uh, thank you. The Wikipedia yeah. was great. Wikipedia's um, a good one. <laughs> so, Max decided to find himself a trophy wife that he could control with money. Oh, my, I just made and a face. I just made I a know. face like, oh, you've gone wrong, Max. Be- uh, bear in mind, he's a villain, Connor. <laughs> yeah, I know, but up until this point, he hasn't actually done anything wrong. No, that's true. Um, so he, w- he wanted to control her with money so that she would probably not stray as Norma did. Oh. Lest she be cut off from the funds. <laughs> Genius. Genius, okay. This strange mixture of pride and lust added a third sin to Dylan's attitude. Oh, Greed. No. Oh, no. So he needs the money to get the trophy wife, but he's just a shit lineman. He has no money, Sean. How's he going to get it? Well, here's, what's ha- here's his plan, okay? Okay. So one day while they were working on the lines, another lineman got in trouble, and Max right. agreed to save him. Only if the co-worker would expressly say to the electric company how much of a hero Max was. <laughs> which would increase his chance of getting a promotion. <laughs> right, okay. What a stri- Where was this man trapped? Like, just up on a big pole. Save me, Max! Up on a big- he was dangling from an electricity pole. <laughs> Max is like, I got- I'm here to negotiate. Max, I have like literally <laughs> ten seconds to live. These are my terms. (laughs) Sign the contract or else. Um, So, uh, however, and I I love however in a Marvel story. It's good. A freak lightning storm hit and caused the lineman in distress to lose his balance and fall to his death. Oh, no. Yes, yes. Also, a freak lightning storm could be happening right now. (laughs) <laughs> That's true. Stay away from the lines, Connor. Yes, it's really quite heavily. We're, we're, technology could come back to haunt me here. Electricity. You could become podcast man. Oh no, I won't be fucking that anyway. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> In the process uh, of uh, lightning striking and killing a man, Max Dillon gained superpowers when he was struck by lightning while in contact with power lines that were still connected to the spool. Okay, so his his origin story is get struck by lightning and he becomes electric. I mean, it's an old one, but a good one. It is. So the, the, the unusually configured magnetic field, which was generated by the big wound-up spool of wire and the live high-tension wires, and this is a very hard sentence to say, so I'm going to do my best. Hmm. It induced a body-wide mutagenic change to his nervous system. Right. Okay. So, 
Max found himself transformed into a living electrical capacitor. Powered. So he's no longer solid. Or is uh, he? So, basically, his... You know the way your body has, like, synapses and everything you do is an electrical impulse? Yeah. All of those can store more energy in, in Max. Okay. So, like, that's a fairly regular way of understanding it. Um, yeah, for it's as regular as you can get for a man turning into electricity. Big electric man, correct. He's <laughs> a big electric man. So generally, Max's criminal actions were governed by his selfish love of money. Uh, adopting the gaudy garb of a supervillain. <laughs> gaudy garb. Uh, gaudy garb, I love that word. <laughs> when he read that in the newspaper, fuck's sake, I thought it was sleek. <laughs> <laughs> It's green and yellow. (laughs) I really like it, guys. So the deranged Max sought to use his newfound power for personal gain. Uh, Electro's first and most frequent nemesis was a certain wise-cracking superhero known as Spider-Man. We hate him. He's such a little dickhead. Well, do you know who else hates him, Connor? Is J. Jonah Jameson. Yes, he loves pictures of Spider-Man, but he doesn't like looking at Spider-Man. It's a weird dichotomy. It is, and so J. Jonah Jameson was convinced that Spider-Man and Electro were the same person. <laughs> yeah, but that's because he's real dumb. He's just like, oh, it's another villain. They're clearly the same. And everyone's like, J, like, they clearly don't have the same powers. One of them's blue. I don't understand. They're in the photo together. <laughs> like, they're standing right beside each other. They're the same. They're moving real fast. All the Spider-Man has super speed. And, um, so... He was convinced that they were the same person until Spider-Man defeated Electro using a combination of rubber gloves, rubber sole shoes, and a fire hydrant. Interesting. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, unable to best the wall crawler on his own, Electro often sought strength in numbers. So, Mm. early on in his career, himself and five other members of Spider-Man's rogue gallery united under the leadership of Dr. Octopus. Uh, So, the inaugural incarnation of the Sinister Six included Sandman, Mysterio, Vulture, Craven the Hunter, Doc Ock, and Electro. That's a good lineup, to be fair. It really is. And so, their, their big plan was to... Uh, attack Spider-Man one by one until one of them would manage to defeat him. But would it not be smarter to attack him all at once? Ah, but then, Ah. what if that doesn't work, Connor? But but what if it doesn't work one by one? You're giving him a better opportunity to survive. Uh, Would you call six chances of victory better than one? But if... But you have six times the chance of victory in the one. No, Connor, there's six of them. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and... (laughs) 1v1 is 50-50, but 6v1, you have six times the chance. I, I, look, I think we'll just have to agree to disagree on this one. <laughs> right, okay, sorry. Uh, the outcome, by the way, of the initial uh, incarnation of the Sinister Six was Spidey Six and Bad Guy Zero. Interesting. That is interesting that it didn't work out for them. No, now, now I, I still don't see the flaw in that plan. <laughs> you still, even though Spider-Man won, you're still like, I wouldn't have done it any differently. I'm looking at that <laughs> tactic plan, I wouldn't think it's right. change a thing, <laughs> Worked seamlessly. <laughs> Under, up until the point we lost, we nearly had him. So, after this, Electro goes into this weird thing of, 
he just kind of pops up every now and again, is defeated and is presumed dead until he's back again. Right. Is it because whenever Spider-Man defeats him, he uses water, so there's probably like a big explosion, so it's like, oh, we assume he's dead because there was a massive explosion. Yeah, exactly. Um, and there, there is one instance where Spider-Man defeats him and he just jumps into the Hudson River. Jesus! Uh, apparently killing himself, but... I feel, sometimes I feel like the writers don't know how to end an Electro story. Yeah, because I think he's really powerful. And also, once you bring water into it, you have to understand that there's probably going to be an explosion. He should probably die. But then another writer comes in later on and it's kind of like, yeah, but Electro's a cool character to come in. Yeah, and there, now uh, in the most recent comics, I believe, Electro has been replaced by... Kind of someone else has taken up the mantle. And it was someone, and she's actually really interested in that. And this is a very surface level overview of her, but she was obsessed with super villains. Like she was just a massive fan of super villains. And so she would like give Electro her apartment to hide out in and stuff if he ever needed it. Um, Okay. Until one day, uh, Electro was having issues controlling his powers. And so she put out a hand to, like, touch his face, and she died. But then the Jackal, who we know from previous reports, is into cloning and shit. He's into uh, cloning and shit. Brought her back to life. Hmm. And then when they were trying to get Electro's powers under control, she kissed Electro and siphoned all of his powers into her. I mean, if you touched him once and you died, would you really go in for the kiss? Here's the thing. When she died and when he collected the DNA, some of Electro's DNA was mixed in with it. Ah, right, okay. But that's like that's how they kind of passed on the mantle to a new person without having to do another person working on electricity <laughs> lines. Yeah. Is it and is Electro seen as like a smart character or is he in the Sister Six only because he has superpowers and like Doc Ock and, and Norman Osborne kinda of take the lead on plans. Clearly their plans work, they're perfect, but I just mean is his brain smart or is he more of a brute? It depends on the version you read. Um, like some, if we look at the Marvel one to seven rating system, some versions of Electro are a two for intelligence, where some are like a five. Right. You know, like again, it depends who's writing him. Yeah, it depends on what, how high they rate him as a character, and who, what comic book writer is writing him at the moment, or else maybe it depends on what the story needs. Does he need to know this thing, or is he a bit tick? Exactly. I think in terms of like knowledge of electricity, he's quite uh, well versed in that. Well, he was a lineman, Sean. I mean, he's he's well versed in it. But too thick to be an electrical engineer, though. <laughs> Dumb as balls. <laughs> You'll never make it, kid. Surely the first thing he should do is go kill the ex-wife. Ah, but like, what if he had like six friends and they all took <laughs> yeah. a chance? One by one. One by one, one they attacked her. Yeah. It, that reminds me of any, like, superhero movie where there's, like, a big bunch of goons and they all attack one by one. And I'm just yeah. like, if four of y'all just piled on him, there's no way he's getting out of it. He's dead, like... <laughs> if Batman's standing there and you go one by one, he wants that. But if there's five V with knives and y'all attack, four might miss, but one's going to get the stab in. You can't fight off five V at once. Yeah, it's like, um... 
the Arkham combat. We're just oh, like, yeah. you only really need to focus on one. <laughs> <laughs> just keep keep hitting one, and the other ones will just watch. And like, maybe he'll win. <laughs> no, wait, it's my turn. Maybe this is the guy. <laughs> <laughs> this this one random goon, he's going to be the one that does it. I'm just going to stand back and enjoy the view. <laughs> <laughs> so, as far as Electro's powers and abilities go, you can probably imagine most of them. Mm. But he has electrostatic energy generation. So what that is, it's he has the ability to to generate electrostatic energy, which he can release or harness for a number of effects. Mm. So the the way it works is his body generates electricity at a rate of about 10,000 volts a minute, up to a maximum capacity of 10 million volts. And so with that, could he just make himself explode? Yeah. So Mm. he can choose, he can release one volt or 10 million volts all at once. Jesus Christ, okay. Yeah, and um, at t- at a distance between like ten and thirty feet, his maximum charge is enough to kill a man. See, really, the more you talk about, it, the more you're like, he should probably beat Spider Man in a fight. He really should. Because but- I don't care how strong Spider Man is, if you get hit with ten thousand, ten million volts into your body, there's no surviving that. No, it'll sh- literally short-circuit your brain. Like, yeah, and your heart will just explode. It's, um, but he, and he's also, he's perfectly equipped to uh, combat one of Spider-Man's main things in, in that his powers disrupt Spider-Man's ability to cling to walls. Oh, that is interesting. Because it's, it's, Spider-Man is weird, so his ability to stick to walls... He's actually, like, manipulating the electromagnetic field without knowing it. Right, so it's not like in the Tobey Maguire movie where there's, like, little claws at his fingers. No. Now, that's a that's a neat way to think of it. Yeah. But it's, uh... It's literally, like, it, it, he's magnetically stuck there and the magnet is as strong as it needs to be. And if he has electricity running through whatever wall he's on, that will disrupt that magnet. Exactly. It'll, it'll nearly repel rather than attract. Jesus, that's really cool. So, really, Electro should be fucking Spider-Man up. As as is the case with most of Spider-Man's villains, when you read out their powers and abilities, you're kind of like, they should probably beat him, but let's attack him one by one. Yeah, but like, and then you realise it, it's electricity, so his main weaknesses are water and rubber, you know? Yeah, and, and once, once Spider-Man gets his hands on a hose, it's game over. Exactly, exactly. Or <laughs> any of the heroes that can manipulate water. No, Peter Parker just turns up with a bucket full of water. Like, that's if Electro turns up. We have him. His, his grand plan is to lure Electro into a room where he's balanced a bucket of water on a door. He's <laughs> like, come get me, Electro, I'm right through here. He's coming to the Home Alone house. Macaulay Culkin's looking at him like, you've done well. <laughs> You've fallen right into my trap <laughs> <laughs> It's worked the first seven times It's going to work the eight He's so dumb um, So he can also, he also has lightning bolt projection So he can shoot lightning bolts out of his hands uh, At Pretty about cool. 150,000 feet per second Jesus, that's really good Yeah uh, He has electromagnetic propulsion Via electrical lines So any like electrical wire he, and uh, sorry, anything that carries like a large amount of uh, electricity, he can propel himself along it. Right. So you know, like in Static Shock, 
he um he uses the the manhole cover and then he just like flies along on that like that's a that's metal he just like sticks it to himself I mean yeah. I just think Static Shock is a cool hero but does they do a lot of things with him that they could probably do with Electro as well like he could does he can he fly if he travels along on one of those things I don't know yeah he can fly and it's kind of like he's ionising the air around him sometimes yeah okay uh, he can also make himself into a big electric man. Uh, if big electric? Like how big? Oh, like uh, dozens of feet tall, I would say. <laughs> so really too big to not defeat Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, if you couple that with all of the other powers, he should absolutely... <laughs> the other powers, really a good combination, unless it rains, then he's fucked. That, that's very true. <laughs> um, he also, he can ionise metal as well. Um, he can detect electricity, which, me- which means he can... Turn off alarm systems. <laughs> right, that's good. I suppose yeah. that would help with robberies. Oh, he, lo- he loves a jewel heist, Electro yeah. does. And I think he'd be very good at them. I think so too. Yeah, uh, we'll attack them one at a time. There's seven of us. Everyone go for the jewel at once. We won't work as a team. <laughs> <laughs> um, and again, as you say, similar to Static Shock, electromagnetic manipulation, mm. uh, which allows him... To generate electric fields and let him move through the air. That's see, that's really cool. I didn't realize Electro was so powerful because I don't think he's been done well in the movies. No, he really hasn't, and I really hope they do some element of his backstory in the new one. Because if you look at like uh, Adrian Toomes, for example, he was a working man, man on the ground, and then turned to super villainy. That's very similar to Electro's story. Yeah, and it actually, is Jake Gyllenhaal, you could say he's like mad on the ground that he was wronged by Tony Stark, and then he decided to become just this like grand villain. So, yeah, that's true actually, although everyone in like the Mysterio crew, they were all just regular workers who were hard done by, weren't they? A lot, a lot of the what makes that MCU Tom Holland thing work is a lot of his villains are all ground based, or like they're all realistic. So, Adrian Toomes is just a dude who created a metal suit. Oh, true alien technology. But, like, it was just the random dudes in a place that just came up with it over eight years. And then you have Jake Gyllenhaal, who looks fantastic and, like, looks super-powered. But in reality, it's all smoke and mirrors. So, Electro would be the first one that they have actual powers. Unless they do the thing where Electro has, like... I don't know, maybe something on his wrist that produces electricity, some sort of technology-based power. Maybe, yeah. Now, it's a... It's a kind of a tough one, because... If you could get the the superpowers to work, like, for, and... Because I'm, I'm struggling to think of just superpowered uh, individuals in the Marvel Universe who aren't derived from a serum or alien tech. Mm. You know, it's so it's think, not a lot because I think Spider Man was bitten by radioactive spider, but that's I don't think too many other people are being bitten by radioactive things. No, so I just think I just think it'd be really cool if they did uh, more of a comic accurate Electro say. And Jamie Fox is the man to do it. Like Jamie Fox, we've we've kind of covered this on Movie Mondays, but if you have Michael Keaton, then Jake Gyllenhaal, then Jamie Fox, that is a serious trio of actors to play the three villains. Yeah, like, and then imagine those guys teaming up in Sinister Six. 
Oh, one by one. One by one, we'll see them. It'll be so good. <laughs> one by one. I forgot about my one by one rule. Fuck. That was your plan. One by one, we attack him. Tire him out. How, if you're going sixth, how are you losing that fight? Really? you got to be looking at the other five like, guys, come on. Un- Fuck's sake. Unless they did it like a month apart and they gave Spider-Man time to recover. <laughs> they absolutely did. Right, we'll give him a week off in between fights. We don't want him too tired. Then we'll go again. <laughs> I did a number on him there, lads. Give him a month for that one. <laughs> Someone's like, Doc Ock puts up his one of his hands and he's like, could we not just attack him even a day apart? Like, give him less time to recover. Shut up. That's a ridiculous idea. <laughs> I guess chivalry is dead, Doctor. <laughs> doctor, shithead. Fuck's sake. Oh, <laughs> sorry, Norman Osborne, sorry. Um, so that is your, that's your report on Electro, is it? Yeah, if I just quickly go through the 1 to 7 rating system. Yeah, okay. Uh, he has an intelligence of 2, strength of 2, speed of 2, durability of 3, energy projection of 5, and fighting skills of 2. It's a lot of 2s, to be fair. It is a lot of twos, and I think that's kind of like his origins, base electro kind of a thing. And then as he developed and learned more skills, uh, he, he I'm sure he's gone up the ranks quite a bit. They could even do so mental where like he takes over all time. Because we live in such a technological base world now, like in the 50s it wouldn't, wouldn't have been as cool. But now you can do so much with him. Like you could just go, oh, he raided the internet and he's hacked into everybody's emails or whatever, or else he's read the internet and he learned, he learned so much information he becomes the smartest man on the planet. Yeah, you can do all that kind of shit with him because everything is electrical now. Yeah, and, cause, and because everything's electrical, like, all of our banking and everything, like, he, that would just be a way he could just transfer loads of money from everyone's bank account to his own. Oh my god, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> you should write comics, dude. Oh man! <laughs> Who's doing this? Come on! Um... <laughs> I shouldn't be doing podcasts anyway, fuck it. <laughs> oh, please do. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that's it for this week's Hero or Zero. Um, do, you want to take, do you want me to take us out, shot? I'd love you to. I don't want to do any yes. more, frankly. Don't, no more work for you. Um, so if you want to support the show, you can head over onto our Patreon page. It's patreon.com forward slash Heroes for Hire podcast. Um, it's $5 or more a month if you want to get access to all of our extra episodes that we do over there. You'll get access to all of our movie reviews that we do in the Lazarus Pit, which include we've covered Spider-Man 2. We've gotten uh, Batman Begins. We did Batman and Robin, Daredevil. Um, what did we do last the month? The, Incre- the Incredibles is what we did last month. So you will get all those extra movie reviews. It's for the price of one coffee a month. So it's it's pretty good. We're hoping to start doing more content up there as well over the next Absolutely, few months. Yeah. Um, we're hoping to do maybe some Q and A's or something like that up there. Just so something small to give you an extra bit of extra episodes if you want to get into that. Sweet, but, sweeten the pot, if you will. Sweeten the pot, uh, if you will, Sean. But um, you could also, if you don't want to do that, you could follow us on Twitter. It's at Heroes for Hire Pod. The four is the number four. Facebook Heroes for Hire Podcast. Instagram here is Heroes for Hire Podcast. And most important. Just tell one human being that we exist. Just the one. So I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean Mayne. And we'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye.
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.